Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Hey, Strong Roots, we are in our Godly Belief season, and I'm here with Vocaver, and we are gonna talk about having fun versus having purpose. And I was really excited to ask Bo to do this because I know that you lived a lot of your life apart from God, and mm-hmm. you have truly started living on mission and on purpose for Christ and his kingdom. And it's really inspiring. So I'm excited for everyone to learn from you today. So thank you for being willing to do this. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh my goodness, it's an honor. So I'm gonna go right to the questions, Bo. So how did you spend your life living for fun and what consequences did you experience from that lifestyle? Yeah, so I, <clears throat> I think for me it started um, in high school, like a lot of people, just social partying, a little bit of drinking here and there. And then as I got into like my early 20s, it kind of evolved into a habit to where I was like always seeking the next fun thing, um, always wanting just to, you know, have a crazy party or get drunk. It was like, got to the point to where it was pretty much every weekend, Friday, Saturday, some, some days during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as consequences, I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious you know you're you're hung over a lot of the time right uh it starts to damage relationships things like that absolutely in the moment did you recognize the consequences or were you blind to them do you feel like i think you you do um obviously you know you're going to be hung over yeah i think you just go along with like what everybody else is doing what the world is doing you don't think too much about it um yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I, for a long time I thought that I wanted to change it, but I just thought, you know, it's kind of normal. Right, right. And was fun your main objective when you were doing it? Was it the fun? Yeah, I, I think it's it was the fun. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it, it was definitely just seeking a thrill, seeking a, a good time. Right. Uh, new relationships, you know. Things like that. And being easier and more casual, probably too. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that being said, living life for fun, living life not on mission, like what is our purpose and what does the Bible say about purpose? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. So I would say now as a Christian, our main purpose is one, to live in relationship with God yes. and his ways. And then Two, to go and make disciples of all nations. Yep. So <clears throat> to spread the word in whatever way that you can, whatever way that God has gifted you to. Yeah. How does that look like in your life? So for me, um, I think it's mostly leadership, like using leveraging the relationships that I have with people. Yeah. Um, I have a, a men's group, and it's really awesome to come together and kind of focus around something that... Uh, it's for a better purpose than just drinking and having fun. Right. Uh, there's something really strong there <clears throat> for for me, for a bunch of guys. Oh, um, yeah. They're all like-minded to get together and center around God instead of just drinking or doing whatever yeah. you want. So. How, has that made your friendships better, having being centered around God versus drinking or whatever? Yeah, it absolutely has. I mean, I've had a lot of friendships that go back since middle school yeah and uh <clears throat> you know I, I think when you turn your life around and you you stop partying and drinking and stuff um 
some of your relationships get harder and they might drift mm-hmm. away. Yep. And some of them get stronger and some of them you still keep and you might, you know, maybe work on those people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for some people, it takes some time to believe that you truly have changed. Like, you know, like, oh, this mm-hmm. is just a bad, they'll be back. Or, yeah. or I don't really know. I've seen people give church a try. and But I think I think there's a testament to your faithfulness to Jesus and the fact that you have been so purpose-driven. I think I, I think that is a really powerful, powerful thing to show people from your past as well, you know, that you're not lukewarm. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does current culture <clears throat> and media distract us from our purpose to glorify God and point us to a life of selfishness? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. If you have any social media, <clears throat> whether it's Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook, there's always like some sort of temptation or sin yeah. it's always you know a sexual sin or it's uh you know images of people partying or whatever the the worldly sin is i mean it's um and it's the same thing with tv or with radio or music i mean um you start to to notice that a lot more i think when you do become a christian yeah um so it's it's definitely hard <clears throat> to get away from it right um and I think it's tough because the world is screaming a lot louder than people that are uh, advocating for real purpose. Right. How do you live that out? Like, how do you drown out the noise? How do you guard your heart? Like, how do you do that, practically speaking? Yeah, it's tough. I think you have to stay in the Word. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that you're in the Word and the more that you're focusing on God, the more discernment He gives you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the more that you can point things out that uh, are convicting in your life and you can cut away that sin or cut away something that you, you shouldn't have in your life. Right. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. It, God's Word is so powerful. And have you found that when you're not in it for, oh, like if life gets busy and whether it's work or whatever and you're not, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Which people say like you need to be in the Word, but then when you have it, you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. I need to be in the Word. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, absolutely. And you said the word busy. That's funny. I know Pastor John just did a sermon about this a yeah. few weeks ago, but like everybody is so busy and there's the old adage, if if the devil can't make it bad, he'll make mm. it busy. And that's like, I feel like that's so true for so many people. Like they don't have bad intentions. They may be Christians. They're kind of lukewarm just because they're so busy and they put so many other things before God. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too, is just Making sure that you prioritize God yep. is something that you're not going to let drift to the side when life gets busy. Absolutely. And <clears throat> it's just, it makes a world of difference. So what kind of legacy does having fun leave behind? And what kind of legacy does having purpose produce? Yeah, so as far as living for fun, I think the legacy that that leads, we kind of alluded to earlier, like, it damages your relationships. It's not good for your physical health. It's surely not good for your financial health. And yeah. You see people that live their whole life uh, just partying or doing whatever, and <clears throat> there comes a point where it, I don't know, it becomes old or you, yeah. you can tell that, I don't know, they didn't get it together in time. But on the other side, like living for purpose, living God's way, will bless you in so many different ways that yeah. like, I think it's hard to see until you actually start to do it. Absolutely. And even the fruit that you produce years later, 
like you might even I don't know if you've had seasons where you like led life group and you, you don't really see too much change or fruit mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden two three years later someone says like hey this thing you said or did three years ago and it's like that's looking back it's like wow God really did in that season where I was on purpose but didn't see it or feel it he uses it yeah yeah you never know <clears throat> I mean it it's not always I guess I don't know it's hard for us to gauge how God could be using something and yeah um, I think you just have to trust God absolutely and even if you can't see it now in eternity seeing all that he's doing throughout whatever we do for him right mm-hmm. work as though we're working for the Lord and not for men yeah. oh, so good so Bo how do you live your life on purpose like examples practically like everyday life even mm-hmm. just waking up work how does that look yeah so like we said earlier i think staying in the word is a big one because <clears throat> for me i'll i'll drift away and my thoughts will go elsewhere to something like boating or work <laughs> or whatever you know so if i don't intentionally put things in my life that bring me back to god then mm-hmm. i'll automatically drift away so like for me it's being engaged in life group yeah um <clears throat> and whatever you know, what's right for me isn't going to be for everybody because everybody has different skills or interests or whatever, but like the build team stuff that we do. um, And then of course, just coming to church regularly too. Yeah. uh, Trying to insert prayer into any time that you can. I think it's great when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, whenever you're feeling stressed. So Just talking to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... For anyone listening, caught in a living life for fun, what would you want to challenge them to do to shift to living a life on purpose? Yeah, that's a really good question. <clears throat> I would I would first ask them just, the life that you're living now, is that what you want to be doing in 20 years? Because mm. I think like a lot of people, like I live for fun, not for purpose, up until my mid-20s, and I surely didn't want to be living that life in my 40s. Right. And I think most people wouldn't, um, <clears throat> but they just kind of put off making a, a positive change in their life. You know, oh, I'll do that later. Right. You know, I'll, I'll straighten up later. Um, and then some people, some people would think that they're living fine, <clears throat> and maybe they would be okay with how they're living for you know, the next couple decades, and I would ask them if their life is fulfilling, you know, if that partying or whatever the the fun is, if that's, I don't know, if that's really fulfilling to them, because living a life of purpose, I think, brings a new fulfillment that you didn't know um, was there before. Absolutely, absolutely, and even just to try it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. test it, what is... Taste and see that the Lord is good, right? Like, yeah. just see, just try. That's so good. So I hear you have some questions for me. Yes. You ready to flip it? I did have a couple. <laughs> have a couple. I'm excited. Okay, so the first one was, what is one thing that you wish you knew before you were living for God's purpose? I think you said it really well. I think I wish someone would have challenged me to just, just pause and actually try like just try just go to church a couple times just Mm -hmm. but not only go to church but take god for his word just trust just try for a month like actually Mm -hmm. do what he says because like you said there is 
there's so much purpose, there's so much blessing, and there's so much truth because mm-hmm. he is God and he is Lord. And I wish, I wish that, I mean, I don't know if you feel this way, but oh my goodness, I wish I would have followed Jesus and lived for purpose starting at 12. I mean, or, you know, mm-hmm. as early yeah. as possible because it's like God does use all things for the good of those who love him. Like all my mistakes, all my sinfulness, like he has used. Mm-hmm. But sin does have consequences. Yeah. And though he paid for it and I'm, I'm washed clean, like there are still earthly consequences to the things that I did. And um, I wish I really knew that too, that it wasn't just. Yeah. Like, I think when you're young, you just, you don't really think about that as much. And yeah. <clears throat> I am thankful for what I've been through because I feel like it, it gives me a different appreciation um, yeah. for living God's way. Yeah. Um, cause I, I know what it's like to be, you know, stuck in a, a pattern of sin that yes doesn't fulfill you and it, makes you feel terrible. Yep. So, and yeah, ultimately brings death, you know, yeah. ah, to relationships, to your spiritual life, mm-hmm. to everything you were saying. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just resonated with everything you were saying. I was awesome. like, yes. Good. So do you have one more question for me? I do. <clears throat> so this one's off topic. It's completely random, but I thought it would be a neat question. Just... What is your favorite book of the Bible and why? That's a really good question. It's actually really tough, isn't yeah. it? It's like, okay. But I think about the book that I look forward to reading the most. Mm-hmm. And it's a total chick book, but I love Esther. I just feel like the it reads like a novel. You know, it's like, okay, here's this king and this, you know, there's... There's murder, there's deceit, there's, you know, there's someone living for God. And I mean, the fact that she lived her faith and she could have gotten killed, like there's all these things about it that um, just inspire me to want to be bold in my faith. And I think, I think there's a part of all of us that wants to live a great adventure and watching this woman live a great adventure in, in spite of like all the trials she went through, I just. I love that book, and I like, and I just look forward to reading it. And I wouldn't want to be here actually in real life, <laughs> but I, I in theory, I would like to be here for her faith and her yeah. godliness. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to go back and reread it. Yes. Well, I hope, <laughs> I hope I did justice. But yeah, you have to ask. His wife's name's Bree, so you have to ask Bree if she loves it as well. Yeah. yeah I'm curious. Yeah. I might have to text yeah. her after this. <laughs> But thank you, Bo, for asking such great questions. Thank you for sharing your life and your love for God and the way that he's transformed you. It's really inspiring. And I'm, I'm excited for everyone to learn from you. And I want to challenge them with your challenge. If you are living a life of fun and just pursuing that, I want you to ask the question that Bo mentioned, like, is this the life that you want to live 20 years from now? And even if your answer is yes, ask yourself the question, is it bringing you joy? Is it bringing you purpose? Are you happy with the way that life is going right now? And try God's, test God's word, try living out God's word and taste and see that he is good. Um, So grateful that you guys tuned in today. Excited to learn from you and hit, no, excited to learn from Bo, excited to learn alongside you guys. And I cannot wait to catch you guys next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.